Okay, here we go. Gorus Hashem, Perik Dalit. Kemaisa Eretz Mitzrayim. What? Ah, right, right. Oh, we were we were working on the midrash itself. I think I think that's where we were. Also, so by the way, so I looked up the midrash just to kind of figure out a little bit <coughs> with the gearses. We had we had a few different questions with the gearses. So in the beginning, the um, the Torah's column that we have reads in the right in, in the beginning. <coughs> if you wanna if you wanna write it in. Minayin shelo ha'isa uma be'umos she his eva darkehem like from Russian taiva to make their ways disgusting like the mitzvim Talmud Lomar etc etc so uh, where, whereas by uh, <coughs> by Knan. Was Mikulku. Right. <coughs> that's the difference. No, because the next part of the first part of the So the Midrash is Goris there instead of Mikulku is Goris Metu. Oh, I don't know. This part, because here it says, Shahayu Darkeim, Shadam is to be Taibu, not Darkeim. And we're not changing this. We're changing this for Both. To what? All by Mitzrayim, we're, we're making it. That it's a teiva. So, so high tuva the teiva of darchehem. Not teiva, no, no, not teiva. Tough ayin base means uh, disgusting. Oh, teiva. Okay. Says that twice in that midrash by the term. Just like Waknan, it's mikulkul, mikulkul. Right? I think it's talking about mikulkul. Okay. Just as an aside, I just wanted to thank you. The discussion about MS being Mimius, it's like, well, that was very extraordinary. Beautiful. Okay. Work hard. I thought about that several times. Happy. Okay. Shkoyach. Feedback is always appreciated. It's uh, it's incredible, and, and uh, how much more so, obviously, with one another and with our wives. But it's like people do things and. Uh, you mention that makes a big difference. I, I started when I, the more I notice it with myself, and the more I try to do it to other people, you know, to, to give feedback to other people, especially to the wives. Positive. 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 Saying as far as. Well, you're uh, Russian, so I have to. <laughs> yeah, you. Uh, no, no, I'm saying it was appreciation. Appreciation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they do a lot for us. Okay. Fine, so that was the, so I think we made it through most of the Midrash. Um, what we were trying to figure out is why would the presence of Kalal cause for them to become uh, even more Mikulkul, right? Also, um, and what's the significance of the fact that these two nations were so corrupt and so disgusting why is that important for us? So we, so we spoke about that a dover is spoil mehafecho, right? We talked about that if you want to impact fire in the strongest way, so you throw water on it. If you want to impact water in the strongest way, so you expose it to heat. 
um, something that is going to change its is going to challenge its whole uh, definition, right? So therefore, since Mitzrayim are dvukim buznus, if a whole davar we get to there. We spoke about Mitzrayim being znus. I was just tell me which word we would stop on. We run. I think we're, we're past where you Yeah, are. so that we would be past that. The Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so we spoke about that. Yeah, so Klaus are Kaddish and Mitzrayim are a. Mokums uh, are connected to Znus, to Zima, the. Um, just a. Aside, the, the the thing that's associated with with taiva and specifically znus is always water. Um, that's, that's the koach of mind, the of Chaim Vital that everyone brings about the four yisodos um, offer mayim. Avir and Aish and and, and the Midos rose that come out of each one. This is uh, while Tanya brings it, Volbin uh, Ali Shore brings it, everyone brings this from time to time. So by each one of them, you see the bad Midos that come out of it uh, you know, in order to know what the challenge is, what to work on. So by Mayim, it's always it's always uh, Taiva and Znus. And the, um, if you think about Egypt, the entire country, the entire culture revolved around the Nile, right? It's this warm, very beautiful climate right around the Nile, right? And you just bathe in it, and this is the whole life source, and it's a very, like if you think about people going on a vacation to be on on a seashore, you know, kind of in the warmth and bathing, that is all connected to Taiva and to Lack of tzniyus, obviously, promiscuity, right? So you can understand what the entire Egyptian culture looked like. It's this little paradise along the right. You step out a couple miles outside of the thin strip of uh, from the Nile, right? And you're in a desert on all sides. But here's this you know, paradise land of everything you could ever dream of. Um, so that's the opposite of Kalsa, who are uh, the Kedusha. So, so the, I'm saying it's everything about the water. The Paro is compared to a what? To a Tanin, right? The water serpent in, uh, in the Haftorah from, uh, from two weeks ago. Yecheskel is saying in Avua to Paro the, the Atanina Gadol of the Nile, Sheba Yaor. Yeah? Uh, so, so all snakes represent Yitzhar, the Nachish, right? But why? But different. But there's different types of snakes. There's Srafim, those are fiery 
serpents, right? The ones that have poisonous venom. That's mitzad. That's yitzhara from the side of. Yeah, but fire is cast uh, fire, gvura, din, right, etc. And then there is the water serpent, right? This who is mitzad maim, mitzad taiva. That's that's paro. Um, so you're saying the that's the whole the whole definition of mitzrayim was this was a place of nus. That's what that's what. Uh, was it the morale right is bringing over here that uh, they are basar uh, hamurim basaram right as a very physical shtufe zima the opposite of classical who are the kedusha so it was it was antithetical to us to be there antithetical to our neshama that's the inui the affliction that we suffered was it was an affliction of the soul to be. In, uh, in something that's exactly the opposite of of what you are meant to be. Okay, let's continue. The old Yesh Buze Sisrei Hachachma, which means we're going to have to think really hard to try to understand what he's going to say. Yisrael Mishubodim Davka that that the Jews were enslaved specifically in Egypt. Velo Bumokom Acher, not in another place. Vze kasher marnu. That's like we said. Kia mitzrim heim dvukim beznus. They are attached to znus. Viedua ki hanimshach acher znus. And it is known that someone who is pulled after znus, someone who goes after znus, who hanimshach acher chomer. He's going after physicality. So the first pshat was a simple pshat. Just they are shakuizi buznus. We are kedoshim. Those are two opposite characteristics. It's hard for us to be there. Now he's going to explain what does it represent on a much deeper level. Why is it that they're so connected to buznus? Why is it that we're so connected to kedusha? And that's going to speak out a much deeper um, being antithetical be, being that the, the, they are the opposite of Klausel is going to be a deeper understanding as opposed to just a behavioral thing we're going to find the neshama of it yeah? so he's saying that someone who goes after Znus this is a big yisod in the moral everywhere who nimshech acher chomer this is a person who is interested in physicality and goes after physical animalistic actions you're going to ask, what do you mean? Um, the, there's a tremendous opportunity. We know the Ramban wrote an entire letter, long letter called Igeris HaKodesh, right, about the tremendous opportunity for Kedusha and closeness and emotional connection and, and love. Um, those are all great things. So why is the physical relationship being described here as a Homer? As they're, they're saying, that's posh. What? They're using it wrong. Using it wrong. Why does it make it that it's fundamentally a physical action? If I use it's incorrect. The what? The that what? Speak it out? No, no, no. You, you, you just want to say it a little bit. Speak it out or drop. Okay. That. Why do we, we, may, we do a kiddushin? 
right? Before we get married, we make a kiddushin. What does a kiddushin mean? Tosus and kiddushin daf base on what base says. Hmm? Right? So you you are prepared for me, and you're and you are designated to me. It's it's a uh, this is this is now not a happenstance. You know the, the two of us you know we were bumped into one another, but it's it's a fundamental essential connection. Yeah. Which means that's all the difference between Homer and Sura. Homer is the whole world of physicality is happenstance, right? This pencil happens to be here, and this table happens to be here. So the two of them now, well, one happens to be lying on top of the other. But now I can move it, and it's not going to be there anymore. I mean, the relationship between physical things is only because they they because they happen to be there right now, but. They don't have any essential definitions, whereas, let's say, the definition of a table and chair, right? So those are intricately connected, right? Chairs are used with tables, tables are used with chairs. If, I, if you're a table without a chair, you kind of like be fairly useless. You can find usages for it, but tables are meant to have chairs, right? So that's that's a context, that, that's a connection that even if I separate the two of them, I put them onto two separate parts of the room, but anyone <coughs> that walks in sees that, oh, I'm supposed to you know, move the chair over next to the table, right? So a connection of, of the tzura, of the definition of something, is something that is essential, and, and, and therefore it's a, and therefore it's a, so, so, so a connection where we say, this is always going to be the case, that means we've made it definitional. Right? When you make a kedushin, what you're saying is that, you know, that I'm the chair and you're the table, right? Whereas if you don't do that, so then if it's not definitional, then it's happenstance. It's just, you know, we happen to be next to one another right now. So that's mitzad the homer. What what is making? There's a connection here. But if the connection is definitional, then it means it's uh, it's like we spoke about, that, that that would be the truth, that would be the panemius, right? The, the, this, this husband and wife, uh, th- this is an expression of an of a, of a internal reality. There's a definitional connection, as opposed to you know, just a, a, a happenstance, that's, that's an expression of the fact that, well, there's a physical body over here, there's a physical body over here, and they uh, fit together nicely. Does that imply that no one was getting married? What, like, in Egypt? Yeah. As you say, I want you to so be my wife. We know, my so like we, know, we know the Rashi already. Is it Rashi? For sure, Chazal say. Do you remember if Rashi says it? I think he does. Yeah, I think Rashi says it. But Marcus Bukhoros, why was there so many deaths? Oh, uh, yeah. Why was there? Yeah, yeah, because the women had a <coughs> lot of first children with a lot of right. guys. Yeah. Yeah. That's not the issue, right? It's just yeah. whoever bought me. I mean, Asia's Potiphar, right? Yeah. It was, a, it was a natural. She was talking. And she was telling him, "Listen, this is completely natural. Everyone, you know, everyone does it. My husband does it. All of our neighbors, you know, it's uh, not." Yosef was being really weird. So why did Mitzri go to the rooms and get married? I would ask. I would propose that you pose the same question to modern day society. It's, it's, I, it's a good question. 
it's a hangover from Christianity and Judaism. But we, we invented the concept. That's, this is before that. Uh, actually, the Rambam already writes that after the, uh, um, also Rashi brings it, that after the Dora Mabul that, that was destroyed because of Znus, so the Goim took it on that, that uh, you can't just grab a woman, you have, to, you have to do some sort of a basic marriage. The Rambam writes that basically a man would bump into a woman in, in, in the marketplace, he would say to her, hey, you want to come live with me? She would say yes, they would move in and live together. And there's even a mashmos that if they wanted to stop, then he, you know, they would have to be some sort of a, he, he would have to divorce her. This is post Amabu. Yeah. I think there's a lot of reasons, depending, you know? Well, why they would want to get married. Yeah. Maybe, I mean, they maybe yeah, want to have, yeah, maybe want to procreate with their wife. Yeah, childbearing helps helps to helps to you know raise children and things. Um, yeah. Okay. So, but so why so so the, so the moral therefore is saying that if the relationship is strictly physical, right? So meaning if it's happenstance, that means it's strictly physical. There's no definitional connection over here. Tomorrow, the two of you have nothing to do with one another. So then, that's a Maisa Behema. Lefikach, Amra Torah, B'minchas Sota, this Raya, the Mara, I use all over the place. What sacrifice does a Sota have to bring to atone for her behavior, right? A Sota is a woman who secluded herself with a man in spite of having been warned against that by her husband, and then she went and secluded herself again. We don't have evidence that she was promiscuous, because obviously that would be much more severe punishment. But she, but she secluded herself. She acted um, in a non, in a drastically non-sinual way. So what does she have to do? What's her carbon? Is it does she bring an animal? No. Does she bring wheat flour, a mincha? No. What is it? Shehi carbona soorin. She she brings barley. She brings a mincha of barley. Now, Jeremy's going to fill us in. Barley is it healthy or not? Is it something we should be eating? Um, I mean, I who know is the, barley? I know the horses eat it in their trough. Right, right exactly. It's, it's, right. Barley is animal food, right? And it, that's why heaton is human food. Barley is animal food. Okay. Is it bad that we're now putting barley in our chalent because it's delicious? We also we also eat a tremendous amount of raw vegetables, which Chazal also believes to be animal food, um, and there is a whole other discussion for another time. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. The fish he also said This woman went and she did an action of an animal. Therefore, she brings a sacrifice from food of an animal. What's nus? It's the body desires this. And now let's go the other way. So, so we just we just made a equation, right? The moral. What did he add from the previous paragraph, Ezra? 
sure. Okay, previous paragraph we had that the Egyptians are very interested in promiscuity. Right. And the Jews are not. So you see, we are opposites. But that is a superficial look at things. That is just behavior. You see, these guys, they're promiscuous. These people are not promiscuous. Hard for these two to be with those two. Right? For, for, for these people to be under those people. But that's based on action. It's not based on quintessential definition of who they are. So the moralist went and said, okay, Znus is what? It defines them as being Homer. The Egyptians are Homer. Basar, Hamorim, Basaram, the Navi says about them. Their flesh is the flesh of donkeys. Now, Hamor, not by coincidence called Hamor, because it's Humbri, it's physicality. He's the, he's the epitome of, of a physical animal, right? He's not smart. He's not talented in any particular way. He doesn't have any definition to himself. He doesn't he's have any particular voice. shape. He's a bad voice when he bad, screams. Bad voice. Yeah. You, uh, he, no, but in, in every way. I'm saying a horse is beautiful, right? Uh, a donkey has no particular... If you wanted to describe a donkey to someone who's never seen a donkey before, you couldn't really do it in any way. I mean, there's nothing really... To say it doesn't have a nice color. It's, it's just a lump. It's just it's just an animal, like a mold, but it's just a basic, very very basic animal. As opposed to a lion has you know certain very unique characteristics, right? And a parrot has unique characteristics, and uh, you know an ox is very unique, right? A donkey is just a just the physicality, just an animal. Okay, so. I'm thinking, about, I'm thinking about a manatee. Maybe you could use a manatee. <laughs> Those guys are just like a blob. You what know? manatee? A what? A manatee is I'm, they're very gosh me. Also, I'm thinking. Gigantic like sea. Mammal. They're just like a fat sea animal, just chilling. Whale. So the aquarium. Family. Okay. Okay. So 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 that was that's the Egyptians, and now on the other side of it. We're gonna have Klausrel. We're gonna define the fact that Klausrel, right, our Nivdolim Vikadoshim Minarayas, let's try to figure out what that means to us. What why is that? Why do they why do Klausrel behave like that? Right? Because by the way, it's, it's it's a known thing, it's incredible like how deep this is. In Russia, where Jews were completely like they the only thing they knew about themselves was they were Jews. They didn't have we we didn't know there was such a thing as a Torah. We didn't know such a thing at all, right? And it was a known thing that shikses, like, sought out to marry Jews, Jewish men, because because they, they were known to be much more monogamous than than goyim. Like a goy was assumed that he would be like very likely a drunkard and and, uh, and like going around with other women, and a Jewish man will be will be. The, wow. <laughs> interesting. Okay, the soul shame the dolom kedoshim mina arayes zehumipnei shehem nimshochim acher hatzura like we spoke about right that the definition you uh, saw once more what's the definition just tell me who I am who you are let's let's define this let's let's make it a part of our life right shehi kedusha v'nevdelus. Kedosha v'nevdelos mina inyan ha'chomer. So the Jew is always seeking the 
definition, the truth, what's what is supposed to be, what's going on over here. That's why he is separate from Rai. So now the morale translated the two actions that we saw superficially. We looked at life. We saw the Egyptians are being promiscuous and the Jews are not. And then we went deeper. That's what the moral said. Right? There's a Sisri Chochma over here that will figure out that the Pneumius is that these are physical by their definition and these are spiritual by their definition. Because of this, Yecheskel referred to Mitzrayim Hamorim Asher Basar Hamorim Basram. He called them Egypt, uh, the Egyptians donkeys. Right? Like like the Pasuk says, Asher Basar Hamorim Basaram. Lohodia to inform you Ki inyin Mitzrayim Humrim Vekol Pe'ulosom Nimshach Acherzeh And all their actions are defined by this their physicality Obubereshis Rabba Parshas Vayichi Alna Tikvareini B'Mitzrayim Yaakov says please don't bury me in Egypt that the Egyptians should not be redeemed from me, through me. They bow down to the sheep, like we know, right? That's why Klaus said they have to go serve out in the desert, because the Egyptians would get very upset if, they, if we were bringing carbonos of sheep in, in Egypt. Vani nimshaltilase and Yaakov says, and I am compared to a sheep. In the words of the Novi, Sepzura Yisrael. A scattered sheep is Yisrael. And Bimitzraim Ksiv, and whereas in relation to the Egyptians it is written, Asher Basar Hamarim Basaram. And we know the Pasuk says in last week's Parsha, Vepeter Hamor Tifte a firstborn of a donkey you redeem with a sheep. Okay, Alex, you want to summarize this one first? Um, so we've got the Egyptians are like a donkey, Yaakov is like a a sheep. What happens when you have a firstborn donkey born child? Man. So for so you have to redeem with a sheep. What happens if you don't redeem with a sheep? His neck. You break the back of his neck. Right? Okay. Why is that? I mean with all the other animals, it's one or the other. Is <coughs> if it's if it's Shaykh to it's a behemoth, right? So from the behemoths, you it becomes kaddish and and it gets brought as a carbon. But a chamor cannot be made into a carbon, right? And let's say, but whereas with with a horse, so just there's no there's no um, there's no bechor, there's no status of becoming a kaddish, right? But here, the interesting thing with a donkey is that he himself cannot become Kaddish, but he needs to be redeemed. 
And if not, then you have to break it. You have to break your leg. Because the point is, we have to understand a little bit more why a sheep represents Tzura. Discuss it. But a Hamor, the he represents just the physicality. So he he cannot have any <coughs> shaykhs to to spirituality unless it's through subjugation to tzura, through like through something. What? Almost like a bris. A bris? Isn't that a similar idea? That we're subjugating our But but the bris is you can actually be metakin your your physicality to be yeah. Here it's um here it's more if anything, what I what I was thinking is it, it's similar to an Eviknani. We'll discuss yeah. we'll discuss the difference, but 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 it's different because um, Egyptians they can actually convert, they can actually become Jews, right? Yeah, but the freedom process that can happen any time, right? The the bearing a hole in an ear or whatever that's not. Wait, that was it. That's an Avadiv. That's an Uh Yeah, but 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 with but with Avad Knani, even though potentially you could free him, but it's but it's a mitzvah never to free him, right? It's it's a okay. You you're really not supposed to ever free him in certain extreme situations. You could, but you're really never never supposed to do that. Meaning they should ideally stay as a vodim knanim. But midstream are allowed to convert and become Jews, because the point something is completely physical. So it could be transformed, you know, you could just, he's going to deal with it, what the difference is, but something that's physical, so there is no tzura on it, it's just a lump of clay. So I could go and I could define it as a cup and I could mold it and I could burn it and, and it'll be a good cup. Yeah, but the point is, that's why the Hamor also, he's shy to becoming, yes, to being a, a Bechor, right? But it's through the tzura of the set. Why, why is he even shy? That's what I'm saying. Because a, a, a horse, it has it has its own definition already, and that definition is not subject to becoming a, a kaddish. So we have three levels. We have animals that could become kaddish. That would be ox, uh, you know, and uh, I mean cows, and you know, rams and goats and sheep, right? Then you have all the animals that are not possible to become kaddish: deer, horses, uh, dogs, everything, right? And then you have the one un very unique player, the donkey, who, although he himself cannot become kaddish, but he needs to be redeemed through a set. Why is that? So saying that by by the ones that can become Kaddish, that's because they have a Tzura of, of Kedusha on them. I mean, they, they actually can become all the time. Rashi's bringing comparisons to the, of these animals to the Avos, right? Avram, uh, by, by the, by the Carbonus of the Hanukkah Sabais, right? So the oxen that was brought, that's connected. Avram Avinu, the, Rams that are brought are connected Yitzhak Avinu, the sheep that are brought are connected Yaakov Avinu, Chule, right? The, 
So, so those are over here. Then you have all the other animals that they have a definition to them. They have a tour, they have a definition to them, but it doesn't match the criteria to become Kaddish. They, they just, they're, they're not cut out for that. That would be all the, you know, predators, all the, I mean, but even from the kosher animals, like a, like a, like a deer that you could eat, right? But you can, we can't make a carbonara from, right? And, and then you have the Hamor, who is unique in the fact that he can't become Kaddish, but he still needs to be redeemed. So we're trying to explain why is that. Because it's a homer that has no tzur on it. It's just the lump of clay itself. So it could still, yes, be... I mean, it can't be... Oh, man. That sounded like it hurt. When it's destroyed. Um, I have a book on your business. <laughs> so, uh, it can't itself be homer, uh, be... be, be it doesn't have a tzura to become a Kaddish, but it could be a vehicle for, for Kedusha, right? Make sense? Okay. So, yeah, so we're saying we see in this Midrash, again, Mara will help us understand why a sheep represents tzura and Kedusha, but, uh, but it's beautiful that Yaakov is saying they're going to, what, what are they going to do? They're going to make me into a Vodazora. They're going to bow down to me. And through doing that, it's going to be the equivalent of a chamor who is redeemed via a sheep. How so? When they, they bow down, right, they're going to put Yaakov Avinu Shalom up there, right, hanging on a, hanging on a chassis v'erev. That's the way that it's referred to. Uh, and they're going to bow down to it, right? So what happens? That's going to become their tzura, meaning they're saying, whatever you stand for, we think that that's the best. Right? You, what you were, your facial features, your thoughts, your whatever, that's what we define ourselves as now. Uh, aside from the, the obvious bad part about that, what would be the bad part about having Mitzvah do that? Because man is supposed to serve God, not not man. It's oh, the, old, the the tzura, the only appropriate uh, tzura for humanity to take on is that of that cannot be depicted and uh, made made pictures from it. In that hypothetical situation, be modeling themselves after Yaakov. Right. Not what they're supposed to be doing. Despite the fact that we ourselves may have role models, that's ultimately supposed to be the stepping stone to like Hashem. Right. Right. So that would be the, but but theoretically that would work to save them from the makas bechoros, from the breaking of the neck of all their firstborn, because they would now be defined as uh, as Yaakov. Yeah. Meaning, Kalasro didn't suffer from makas bechoros. It was the Mitzrim. Klaus Hill were holding on a high enough spiritual level that we, that's a longer, no matter goes into how it is that we were saved, but it, it had to do with the fact that we were at Surah. It, it took more than that. Took took more than that, the truth is. But at least it would have been shy to be saved. Yeah? So that's the amkus of what's happening over here, but... Um, I mean, we'll come back to what Amaral is saying. Um, 
next week, Bezos Hashem. But the but, but what, what definitely for what the morale wants is we see here very clearly the difference between Klausel Mitzrayim, and that's going to be the deeper understanding of the antithesis uh, between the two, and th that's why the Inui that we were suffering being subjugated to them.